Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe Biden. No, it's not Joe Biden. Joe McGranahan. There you go again. My microphone is off. I'm trying to silence the conservatives. You are. You're, you're, you're just like Twitter. Somebody says something you don't like, you want to shut them off. <laughs> what? You're like Jack Dorsey. Oh, boy. Well, you well, even have a beard, not quite as scraggly as his. Yours looks actually very neat and trimmed compared to his. Well, he didn't. Did he admit that he mutes conservative voices yesterday? No, but they asked him. I loved it. They, they uh, put out the statistic. They have censored the president something like 68 or 111 times. I forget what the number was. Okay. Joe Biden, none. <laughs> and they asked him if they could name. They listed a whole group of conservative thoughts and opinions that they have blocked. And they asked them if he could name one. They asked Zuckerberg that, and they asked Dorsey that. Can you tell me one liberal idea or thought or person who've, uh, whose comments you've blocked? And they couldn't come up with one. Not one. Okay, so that's I'm a like, liberal-leaning social media site. Well, and I think... No, but it's not just liberal-leaning. I don't care if you're liberal-leaning, but if you stifle free speech, if you, you know, they, they uh, Joe, I think they made a great point that that's actually Twitter's an in-kind not, contribution. We're not required to have free speech on private fora, so there's no requirement for Twitter well, to... Then, all right, then they ought to advertise themselves. We will cut you <laughs> off if we don't like what you have to say. All right, Joe, Twitter cuts off conservative voices and relishes liberal voices, and so does Facebook. Are you happy now? Now you've been notified. They're private organizations. They can do whatever they want. We're a private organization, too, but we're federally licensed. Well, they're not. If we tried to stifle free speech, we'd be in trouble. They are not... Licensed by the federal government, it's just a private well, club that you join. Be. It's like going to the Kiwanis. No, it's like going to the Rotary Club and say, "Well, I hate this group. They sing out loud. This is a terrible group. This is rotten." <laughs> well, it's a private group. Singing out loud is what they enjoy doing. Well, that's so, only when they can get a piano player. Well, in any event, <laughs> no, I've heard a few without a piano playing. I know. I've been a guest. I could them. still sing the song. Oh, could you? Yeah, R O T A R Y. That spells Rotary. R O T A R Y. Sing One it. big family. No, thank you. Okay. Well, in any event, From look, North Twitter and Facebook. To West, he serves the best. Okay. <laughs> who profits most, who serves the best. Okay. R-O-T-A-R-Y, that spells rotary. Good for you. <laughs> All right. Well, now that, that we and a that dollar over. will get me a cup of coffee. Well, and, and, and so that's the perfect example. You were part of an organization that did not allow you to go in there and, and, and sell appliances in plain sight if you wanted to, because it's a private organization. The free speech wasn't guaranteed there. Twitter. You misunderstand rotary. It's a business organization. They would not have any problem with me selling refrigerators. <laughs> okay, well, that's fine. But in any event, Twitter and Facebook are private groups. Uh, they may squelch conservative thought, but that's their prerogative. It's it's a it's a private group. And if you don't like them, Joe, uh, do as you don't do, and that's don't go on Twitter and follow people. Well, I think one of the senators yesterday asked the a question of Dorsey, who in the hell gave you the right to decide what the American people may or may not hear? 
Yeah, I guess people don't get it. Yeah, I guess the senators don't get it because it's you know it's it's their private. But it ought to be every everybody ought to be concerned about that. I mean, if they're doing it to a conservative today, they could do it to a liberal tomorrow. Okay, so I'm concerned that Fox News doesn't uh, that favors conservative viewpoints. So they should have to change because I've decided that that's not right that they favor conservative no, but they, viewpoints. The, but yeah, when Joe Biden has an event, here's the difference: they carry the president's rallies, but they also carry Joe Biden's events. And no, I can't, they do not. They do don't too. I've watched them on there. I have watched them. You can't say the same about MSNBC or CNN. They do not carry the president's events. Well, they events. do carry some. I just but if saw Joe Biden on, hiccups, they're there with a the coverage. I just saw the president on CNN, so it must have been it must have been an anomalous night where they decided to. Cover they don't the carry president. the entire rally. They might take an excerpt. Think so, of but it. don't don't tell me that Fox carries all of Biden's appearances. The whole network would be gummed up with as many appearances in the recent weeks. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> All right. So there's been six of them, but I'll tell you what they were. They, they, look, Fox doesn't carry everything Biden does. Don't say that. But they carry but what Biden does. They they carry. I'm not saying they carry everything the president does, right. but they do carry a lot. I give up, Tom. You're you should on the, give up. I do because you're you. wrong, Tom. You're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yeah, I just have a public service announcement. It was announced on uh, TV last night from officials from Pennsylvania. That is too late to mail your ballot in. If you're voting by mail, you need to hand carry your ballot somewhere or else go vote in person because well, Tom, it, Tom, where'd it you is hear too that? late. Where'd you hear that? I, I haven't heard that, but that's kind of scary. Well, it was on TV last night. What channel? Or what program? What well, was on uh, MSNBC? Because we don't have anything like that, do we, Mark? You don't have anything in the news. Uh, we you? did carry in the news Wednesday that uh, the governor and the state secretary of state, uh, Kathy Bokvar, uh, said that uh, you can no longer guarantee that the U.S. Postal Service will be able to deliver your ballot in one week or in a few, you know, just a few days. Uh, so you should take your ballot directly to an election office or a drop box. But it's not a mandate, and it's not a guarantee, and it's just it's a recommendation. Not a it's not a mandate, but, I mean, to be on, to you know, if you want to vote, you want to get rid of Trump. Or you I want do. to keep him, or you want to I keep want everybody, him. I want everybody to either carry their ballot wherever you have to go. In Sunbury, you go there across behind the Oppenheimer Playground. You can drop it off in there. I don't know about any of the places in Pennsylvania, but three twenty South Second well, Street. And you are both aware yeah. that the the Supreme Court, that nasty evil Supreme Court, yesterday upheld Pennsylvania's allowing three extra days after the election day to count votes if they were postmarked really? postmarked by the um, by the election yeah, day. Well, that's gonna that's gonna be challenged. We don't want to take no chances. Well, it's not over we want yet. Trump anyway. out of there. I want all these good Democrats. Go if you're not going to uh, carry your ballot in or vote or vote on uh, election day. Do not mail your ballot in because it may not be counted, and we need every ballot counted against this guy. Well, the good Democrats will be voting to retain the president in office. No, they aren't. Yeah. He's not going to get very many Democratic votes. Joe, I guarantee you that. You haven't said anything true all day today. <laughs> it's weird. It's Joe's like President Trump today. Nothing he says I mean, can be you trusted. Have, you have you have like th at least three Republican organizations that are trying to get rid of Trump. The, the Lincoln Project. Not a Republican organization. 
It's an organization well, it's that has some Republicans. It's run by Republicans. Uh, it's run by rhinos. Well, you can call them whatever you want. You got re, you got Republicans against what was it? Republicans against Trump. I don't know. There's three of them. One of them is run by uh, Billy Crystal. You know Billy Crystal. He's a right. big Republican. Well, really? there's also Democrats for Trump. Have you heard of that group? No, I didn't. Yeah, well, there's, there's a reason for that. Absolutely didn't. No, <laughs> there's a reason for that. They're out Tom. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both of them have decided. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, both of them decided they form a club. And their goal is, or everybody's goal is, is to take three to four percent of Trump's votes away from him. Three to four percentage points votes against. That's what they they say their goal is, and I hope they do it. All right. Thank you so much, Tom. Appreciate the call. Thanks for checking in today. 1-800-795-9565 is the open phone. We'd love to hear from you today. 1-800-795-9565. On the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Uh, we invite you to talk uh, if you wish to, about what Joe was talking about yesterday, the U.S. Senate heard from some uh, leaders of social media. These are ultra-private organizations where the CEOs and the owners get to do absolutely whatever they want. So they were Joe's very upset that private people are able to do whatever they want well, with you their know companies. What this, you know no, what no, 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 don't, don't argue with me. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying you, you, didn't, you didn't explain what brought that hearing about. And then we are going to be talking about uh, the latest poll. Franklin Marshall has a poll, a relatively unchanged uh, in terms of uh, the uh, Joe Biden has a polling lead in Pennsylvania, but there is a glimmer of hope. I see it in there. I showed it to Joe. He didn't see it, but I will tell you about it. A glimmer of hope for President Trump uh, in the latest Franklin and Marshall poll. Uh, and, uh, of course, we can talk about uh, the U.S. Supreme Court uh, allowing the counting, albeit the segregation of those ballots that come in after the polls close on Tuesday. So we have kind of a partial outcome of that particular decision. But we'd like to hear your opinion about all of these topics. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com and text us at 70236. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Investing in your business, but not adding high-speed fiber? Bad decision. Like building a house with no air conditioning, hanging fuzzy dice from your rearview mirror, or getting three bacon double cheeseburgers and a diet soda. Don't be those people. 
Call Pentel Data and tell them you want real speed, as in the lightning-fast, ultra-reliable confidence only their fiber network can provide. Your employer will be so happy. They'll make bad decisions of their own. High-speed fiber from Pentel Data. Are you working on a remodel or new construction job and need new carpet and flooring? Save time and money by calling Garvey's Flooring America. Choosing Garvey's Flooring America for your commercial space means you'll pay the lowest prices from the largest selection of in-stock carpet and floors in the Valley. Garvey's commercial division is known for having the highest standards in the industry. Whether an office, a school, church, or restaurant, Garvey's Flooring America has the experience to guide you from start to finish, providing solutions to make it happen on time and on budget. Visit us online at garveyscarpet.com. Do you like new guns? How about old guns? What about new old guns? Or old new guns? Or new old new guns? Oh, okay, now I'm just as confused as you are. But the point is, whatever kind of guns you like, the Little Sportsman Shop probably has them. With the area's largest selection, they keep up to date on the newest firearms and accessories and have a used gun section that is always well stocked. And did I mention they have layaway? The Little Sportsman Shop is your headquarters for whatever new or old gun you're looking for. Stop in today on Route 147 outside of Northumberland. The Little Sportsman Shop. They're anything but little. It's America's biggest night, and News Radio 1070 WKOK has you covered. Election day, after you cast your ballot, join WKOK and CBS News at 7 as we count your vote. Who will be in the West Wing? What will be the makeup of Congress? And find out who's going to be working for you in Harrisburg. Numbers and analysis on the radio, online at WKOK.com, and streaming on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app starting at 7. Presented by Zimmerman, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram Truck, Sunbury. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones, High School Roundtable, and Neil Kulong today, 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark 1 800 795 9565. We talked about some hearings in Washington yesterday. What, what precipitated those hearings, Joe? The Hunter Biden issue, the New York Post story about the computer, uh, and of course, Bobby Linsky coming forward. It's amazing to me. Everybody says, oh, Colonel Vindman was a hero. All right, That's enough. because he's anti Trump. Stop, 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 stop. I, I do not want you to talk about Hunter Biden on this show at all. We're not going to discuss it. I don't think we should give it any any further airing. Well, that's you, but I'm more than willing to go ahead and discuss <laughs> nope, it. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pointed out to Mark that someone, one of our listeners, when he said that the other day, thought he might actually be serious, and he wasn't. And we were Squelching free speech. Squ- squelching free speech, because we were talking at the time about the media not covering this story with any depth. But it's still, Jack Dorsey even admitted yesterday he wanted the New York Post to drop their, uh, retract their post, and then repost it. You know, well, they could do that themselves if they're claiming that they're they're not blocking that. They claimed it violated their policy of hacked material, but yet none of them blocked the story about the alleged story about President Trump's tax returns. That was hacked material. There was no justification of where that came from. Well, or when uh, the president supposedly called veterans losers, that right. could not and be corroborated. No. And it could be anti-corroborated by a dozen people. And Joe Biden still repeats that as if that's the truth. Well. But then he did graduate at the top of his law school class, and he did have three degrees. (laughs) He has three degrees, 98.7, That was a good girl singing group in the 60s, the three degrees. When will I see you again? Oh, is that there? Okay, good for you. All right, uh, Bob, thanks for waiting uh, through some frivolity there. You are on the mark. Hey, Mark. uh, Let me get this straight. You think that it's okay for Facebook and Twitter to censor 
people because it's a private company, yes? I know. I think they're allowed to. I, I don't think it's ideal. I mean, they should really just let anybody who wants on get on, but they're certainly permitted to, you know, do, to, you know, allow on their platform whatever they want. It, it's like if I came to your house and stepped into the front door and said, I'm here to talk about democratic ideals and being a, a flaming liberal and stayed there for two hours. Well, at some point you could say, well, this is my house. Get gone. Well, they're doing the same thing at Facebook and Twitter. They're saying, look, this is our house. You can't, we don't want conservative ideas. We want liberal ideas. And so anybody with a conservative ideal is not censored, but uh, screened out or edited. I would have thrown you out after five minutes. Well, that's, that's your prerogative. <laughs> that's my point. It's a private organization. They can do whatever they want. Okay. So if it's a private organization, why can't a private business refuse service to someone like we had with Jack's Cakes out in Colorado when they that gay couple wanted him to make them a cake well, I think bec- do, you, do you see the correlation Isaac, there? That's, I mean, a, that's a great can point. Refuse that. Absolutely, but there's a big nuance it's a private, there. It's a private organization. But you're missing the nuance that goes with this. Twitter is set up to take comments and screen ones that they don't wish to broadcast. At no point on Twitter's front page does it say absolutely positively everything you want to post here will allow to go through. Uh, there is an unspoken understanding, and it probably is in the fine print, that they do screen out things they don't want. But if you have a business, you put a sign out that says open, and that means you're open. So you have to take no, customers I'm sorry, that I disagree with you. Door. They put the open sign on Twitter. They've encouraged people to sign up. They make it easy yes. for them to sign up. And Facebook <laughs> makes millions of dollars of people who are signing up because they get those ads along with everything. So... And in the case of Jack's cake, he did offer them to give them another cake, just not a specialty cake. Right. Okay. But still, your point is valid. You know, if if you have this open sign hanging out there, you have an obligation to serve all customers. Now, I can understand them banning outright violent talk. If someone got on there and said, I think the president should be shot, I can understand banning that. But the, an Well, that's H- like the same as yelling fire in a crowded field. Sure. Yeah, very much so. Well, and I have always said, Rob, you might not remember, but I have always said there should be some way for private businesses to carve out of their uh, retailing or their artistic work on cakes or photography or a restaurant or whatever it is. There should be some way for them to carve out some message that they find abhorrently offensive that they don't wish to serve. You know, so if it's if somebody came in and said, I'm a neo-Nazi and I would like a case with a cake with a swastika that, that says, you know, something terrible about uh, Jews, uh, there should be, I think there should be some way for that business to say, so, sorry, that is unacceptable uh, in terms of the, the product that we produce. Now, I get overwhelmed or not, uh, I get out spoken when I are, well, let's see, overrun with opposition when I would say that among people who are staunchly democratic or liberal, because they say, nope, you're either open, completely open, but I personally think there should be some way that something you find abhorrently offensive, you shouldn't have to respond, it's particularly with an artistic talent. I think if you sell widgets and you have them all lined up on the shelf and it says widgets $10 and somebody comes in there that you find uh, terribly offensive, I, I, that's different than an artist who does a painting or a baker who does an artistic expression. I agree with you. That would be very good. I mean, and, and I wondered if the liberals would make the case if somebody came into a gay baker and said, I want a cake that says 
marriage is for Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Would he be forced to make that cake? That would be Amy Coney Barrett's I'm not, cake. I'm not aware of any bakery that advertises itself as a gay bakery, oh, but that's an, Joe, <laughs> that's an interesting Joe, Joe. question. <laughs> You're missing the bacon business here. There are. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. guess I am. But that's a good point. I mean, would they accept it? Uh, you know, I think somebody does have a right. My, my feeling is if you open your door and you're selling something and you don't put a sign out front that says, I will sell this to everybody who isn't gay, or I will sell this to only white people, that's okay, I guess. I mean, maybe it's reprehensible, but at least then you've made me aware of the fact when I go in your store that I might not get served. My problem with the, with the people on uh, Facebook and, and uh, Twitter is that they've, they've given you the impression they will serve you. They will let you exchange ideas. That's the whole point behind their, their services to let people express themselves. And then to arbitrarily determine that conservatives should be censored while liberals should be given free reign to say whatever they want, I find that unacceptable. It wasn't arbitrary. They gave it a lot of thought before they shut you down. Thank you so much, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Thank you. All right. To 1-800-795-9565. We took the break early, so we have room for calls. Uh, texts. Joe, did you get a chance to say uh, One of them says, good morning. I'm a Democrat and am against violence and looting. So don't say Democrats. Republicans made Tuesday Election Day to keep people away from voting. Thanks, Bob. Republicans made Tuesday Election Day to keep people away from voting. I hate to tell maybe you, but maybe Tuesday's been uh, Election Day for a long, long maybe time. Maybe that means that call that uh, you only vote on Election Day and not any pre-voting or absentee balloting, you know, that Carl had talked about on Tuesday. And then another one of our liberal uh, writers says, good morning. Trump and Biden rallies are saying the same thing. Trump lies about the virus and Biden tells voters that Trump lies about the virus. <laughs> well, Joe Biden has his own lies. He, does, he has a his oh, own set of lies. Top in his law school class, three degrees. That's <laughs> a lie. All right. Uh, yeah, 1-800-795-9565. We talked about budget deficits yesterday, which I don't know what the point is, because President Trump, when he was running for re-election in 2016, said, I am going to eliminate the federal debt. Not balance the budget that he produces, but eliminate the federal debt, which is, what, 20... Did he say he'd do it in his first term, or did he say he'd do it in his... <laughs> I think he has an asterisk with it now that it's going to be in the I second think he had term. Then, oh, did he? Okay. Well, I mean, he's doubled and redoubled. Even even before uh, the uh, pandemic, the president's budgets were way out of balance. But nonetheless, one of our good listeners sends us a note that uh, we're going to read the top and then we read the bottom of this, Joe. All right. President Obama had the largest deficits by the end of his final budget. And that's what I said no, yesterday. No, read up here. Start up here. Okay. For uh, the four presidents good. with the worst deficits were Barack Obama, George W. Bush, Ronald Reagan, and George H. W. Bush. The current President Donald Trump is on track to join that list by the end of his first term. Okay, right here. President Obama ha oh, I'm sorry, Obama took office during the Great Recession. He immediately needed to spend billions to stop it. He convinced Congress to add $253 billion from the economic stimulus package to Bush's fiscal year 2009 budget. The American Recovery and Reinvestment Act added another $534 billion over the rest of Obama's term. In 2010, the Obama tax cut added $858 billion in deficits in the first two years. Federal income decreased due to lower tax receipts from the 2008 financial crisis. Both Presidents Bush and Obama suffered from higher mandatory spending than their predecessors did. Social Security and Medicare benefits were eating up more of the budget. Health care costs were rising, and the American population aged. Well, and President Trump uh, ran in 2016 saying he was going to end this, he's going to eliminate the budget. 
and balance eliminate the budget, or eliminate the debt and uh, balance the budget. He's done just the opposite. This idea of the space force and all these new weapons and uh, just the many many initiative programs that he started via executive order uh, that has all doubled and redoubled the deficit no, no, from no, when he, the no, budget no. deficit from when no, he came no, in. No, no, no. The money has to be allocated by Congress. He can't spend money that isn't allocated. He may have moved money around by those things, well, but he can't spend money on his own. Must have found some way to do it. I know that he did that with the wall. You know, we ex- we fixed up a section. Well, he reallocated of the wall. money. Uh, we're going to hear some common sense right here and right now. Joe Jordy's on the line. Thank you so much for listening to our show lately, Jordy. We really appreciate it and for calling in and telling us the truth. Uh, well, I, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want that burden. Um, I just have facts. Um, but um, speaking of facts, uh, you know, first of all, I thought the debate was was great. It was um, it was really nice to have um, both candidates there. And um, um, you know, I think the only thing up to now had been the uh, the Chamber of Commerce events, but those aren't really structured to debate. You know, they're meant to be kind of par- so. Hats off to y'all for for, uh, uh, you know, providing that opportunity for all the vote. Um, John Gordner has said two things now in two different appearances, and I just kind of want to set the record straight. First of all, he likes to say that, quote, unquote, the Wall Street Journal gave uh, President, uh, I'm sorry, gave Governor Wolf an F on, on uh, how he responded to COVID. I looked that up, and it wasn't like an, a news article by the Wall Street Journal. It was an opinion piece written not even by the Wall Street Journal's famously right-wing editorial board, but by a group that's even more right-wing, that's uh, a whole bunch of sort of club-for-growth types, whose argument is the same one we hear, which is basically, uh, you know, we should let the economy stay open, let as many people die as possible, and they don't understand that, like, the way to have an economy that's fully open is to deal with the virus. Um, And so I just want to set the record straight on that one. The other one is this zombie fact that wanders around like an unkillable zombie in a bad video game about the number of jobs uh, that fracking, the the fracking and natural gas industry created. It's not 300,000. That is from a report uh, that was uh, a simulation and and a prediction of what might happen that came out, um, I think, in the late 2000s from a, a Penn State study about what the economic impact might be. The natural gas and its lobbying allies and its politicians have latched onto that. People have actually studied the number of jobs directly and indirectly. Um, I think it's around 30,000 over the last five years total, and that's been declining as the gas industry has contracted some. So, you know, is it an economic, you know, has it created economic growth? Of course. No one's arguing about that. But, you know, John Gordner just keeps leaning on these things uh, and, and trying to say that, that he, he has these facts, and people should know the truth. You know, he's parroting propaganda from uh, economic groups who, who don't really understand economics and industry groups who don't really want to tell the truth. Thank you for that perspective. I, you know, I I think uh, you can fact check both of them. Uh, uh, our goal was just to give it an opportunity to get the open mic. So afterward, we never really go back and uh, go through individual uh, statements. So I appreciate you doing so. Uh, having said that, um, what else did you hear? Did you hear anything that 
the Michelle Siegel said that really everybody in our region should pay super attention to and, and you know and recognize that she would be the candidate that would bring that to office or fight for that maybe something related to uh, well, gu- he might want to comment yesterday our one of our callers pointed out the fact that she was woefully uninformed about a number of the issues and in fact misspoke about several okay. of them there you go Jordy your thoughts on that uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the caller said, and I don't know to what comment he's referring of Michelle, so I, I can't say anything about that. Um, I think in terms of, um, Mark, I'm sorry my GPS was telling me something, but um, hopefully <laughs> I'm not... All right, well, we'll Hello? chit-chat later. Your, your phone's cutting in okay. and out anyway. But thank care, you Jordan. so much, Jordy. Yeah, call back. We appreciate that. Uh, Jordy Comos, a very busy uh, community organizer uh, up in the Lewisburg area. The article was called Grading Our Governors, a report card on reopening state economies, and the governor was given an F. Oh, no. 1-800-795-9565. Respond to that after the CBS News. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Mark Lawrence here. Joe's there. Joe McGranahan, our good conservative mayor of Shemokin Dam in charge of the Pima tsunami response. So we appreciate him coming in. Rob Center is our fabulous producer. So I retired from that. I told you I'm now doing volcanoes. Oh, I see. Okay. Shouldn't be too much of an issue in Pennsylvania. So I don't anticipate a lot of calls for that. We can visit. Uh, we invite you to do what I have done, and that's go to Sunbury Motors. Look at their entire line of Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. Select your perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home if you so choose. You can do as I did. Ride your bike down to the Sunbury Motor Company and so you can put the bike in the back of an F-150 and drive that home. I saw the perfect truck. It's black with some big knobbly tires and an 8-foot bed and a power rear window and a sunroof and uh, a vehicle collision avoidance technology and lane holder and it had the EcoBoost that turns off between stops so that you save a little gasoline there. It's average gasoline mile in the mid-20s. So that's my truck, but uh, you're welcome to buy it right out from underneath me, as all those Rangers that I purchased have. And we just invite you to do what I've done. And that's make sure that you find out for sure that there isn't a Ford, Lincoln, Kia, or Hyundai on the lot for you from the Sunbury Motor Company. Because if there isn't, uh, then you can order up online. You can buy online, find on the web and order up and make sure that there is a Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln for you at the Sunbury Motor Company. They love to super serve their customers. They have always super served me, so it's an opportunity for you to get the same type of excellent service from the Sunbury Motor Company, and they would just love to take good care of you. Do as I've done. Start out with sunburymotors.com. A teacher at the Midwest High School has tested positive for COVID-19, prompting the district to 
close the high school today and perhaps even tomorrow. Uh, Midwest High School principal Thor Edmondson tells us that along with the teacher testing positive, there are six students with possible symptoms at Midwest. In the Danville Area School District, contract talks broke down Monday, and the teachers say they'll strike next Monday. And the district last proposed a, a situation where the teachers would have to pay a deductible if they utilize their health care coverage. The district last proposed $250 per person or $750 per person uh, for deductibles. Uh, Danville teacher Greg Angstott-Williams says the district's proposal is hardly good enough. If we take this health care, I lose hundreds of dollars a month because of the specialist and everything else that I see. So if we truly care about our teachers and our students and the emotional and social health of the teachers, this isn't something that we can accept. Both sides will be back at the bargaining table this evening at Danville. President Donald Trump will hold a rally at the Wilkes-Barre Scranton International Airport Monday night, the day before the general election. Sources have told the Times leader in Scranton. Uh, they say Air Force One will touch down at the airport sometime Monday evening, and President Trump will address the expected large crowd at the airport. Joe Biden says he'll be back in Pennsylvania prior to the election also, but his campaign not yet saying when or where. With the newest U.S. Supreme Court justice not taking part, the nation's high court is not blocking mailed ballot counting after Election Day in Pennsylvania. CBS's Tom Fote has that story and uh, tells us uh, that the votes will be segregated and may or may not eventually be used to go towards Pennsylvania's total. I'm Tom Fody. Just days before expected very tight elections, for now the U.S. Supreme Court is letting state voting officials call the shots on late-arriving mail ballots in North Carolina and Pennsylvania, refusing Republican efforts not to allow them, with Justice Amy Coney Barrett staying out of the deliberations. She said that she needed to read up on the case, and I think that this was very politically smart for her. She can avoid a big political controversial question her first full day on the job. Loyola Law Professor Lori Levinson, the Pennsylvania case could get another look later. Tom Fody, CBS News, Washington. And finally, we know who Anonymous is. The identity of that senior official in the Trump administration who wrote, wrote a New York Times op-ed about working against President Trump's worst inclinations. He's remained literally anonymous until now. The person who wrote the op-ed is Miles Taylor, a former top official with the Department of Homeland Security. He's been openly vocal in his condemnation of Mr. Trump since leaving the post. Donald, He says, quote, Donald Trump is a man without character. It's why I wrote a warning, and it's why me and my colleagues have spoken out against him in our own names for months. It's been time for everyone, it's time for everybody to step out of the shadows, unquote. Taylor retweeted with a lengthy uh, with with a lengthy statement. So we know who And all of his is. charges were, you know, you were allowed to retweet them on Twitter and all that, but you know, none of them were verified up to that point. And oh. every time it's Joe Biden, I always love the two words they use, debunked and dubious. Well, Anything involving negative about uh, Joe about Biden is debunked or dubious? Twitter is a private organization that has a liberal lean. Uh, I think that's debunked.
Okay. Oh, you, <laughs> you think they're conservative? It's dubious. It's, no. it's, well, it may be dubious, <laughs> but it's real. All right. one 800 is our telephone number. A couple of times in the past few days, we've talked about the U.S. budget deficit. President Trump, even before the pandemic, had a huge budget deficit and was adding to the national debt uh, by the trillions. Uh, but, of course, the pandemic, we won't necessarily charge him for that because it's doubled and redoubled the U.S. budget deficit and on you, an annual basis. You read a story about Amy Coney Barrett uh, not taking part in that first discussion. Did you hear what happened uh, with the Girl Scouts of America? Yes, but that has absolutely nothing to do with what we're discussing now. Well, we were discussing Amy Coney Barrett on the news. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Steve, let's stay <laughs> on topic here. We're talking about the deficit, go right ahead. Yes, good morning. Uh, one thing I'd like to say is I wish all the presidents would, all of them, Democrat, Republican, would work on the deficit. However, there's certain things you got to take into account when you say one president has X amount, he added to the debt, and another president X amount. You got to see what the money was spent on. So I give, I don't give all the presidents a pass, but you got to look what the money was spent on. Now, President Trump, our military was depleted. I've read, I don't have a computer, that they even had, there was a shortage on small arms ammunition. And I might have the numbers wrong, but I believe he had it over four years, 1.5 trillion to the military. When you look at China, North Korea, Iran, I think it was money well spent. I think that was well-spent money. So all I'm saying, and I'm trying to be neutral, is you got to look what the money was spent on before you just come down on a certain president and why he contributed to the debt. I got you. Well, yeah, I think you could say that with every president. You know, uh, uh, we have had several recessions, and so deficit spending, uh, spending came with those either for uh, bailouts or stimulus or wars. You know, the idea of uh, military responses helped. So, yeah, I think every president has a list of justifications. And I'm not, you know, I'm not a deficit hawk. Uh, you know, I, I was a fan of many of the decisions that President Obama made, and the, he was one of the worst proportionally in terms terms of overspending. Uh, we're, we're just saying that you can't, the only point you can possibly make out of all of this is that uh, President Trump can never claim that having a balanced budget or not adding to the U.S. federal debt is anything that is, uh, you know, has but worked in his favor. let's take it a step fur further and analyze the things Joe Biden is proposing, free college, health care for illegals, health care for everybody. All those things are going to add to the national right, debt because right. they so cannot yeah, possibly, <laughs> yes. they cannot possibly be paid for by just soaking the rich. Yeah, so if the if you are thinking national debt is the reason you're going to pick a presidential candidate, go go with Jojo Jorgensen, who's the uh, libertarian. Libertarian, right? I was going to say liberal, but libertarian. No, libertarian. Well, like is pretty, said, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say go libertarian is pretty far from liberal. Go ahead. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is you got to see what the money really was spent on. You know, before. I'm not sticking up for any president. Gotcha. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm firmly, I'll tell you what, our national defense 
believe me, if you want to stay out of wars and you want to be prepared to fight, you're going to have to invest in certain things, not frivolous things. And again, I'm no expert, but that's the way I feel. Yeah, we don't need any more $600 toilet seats, which made the news a few years ago. <laughs> well, that's, that's my point exactly. It, you know, was that justified? I'm not saying yes or no. But I do think spending $1.5 trillion on the military is justified. Uh, believe me, there's still waste there. Don't get me wrong. But, man, the, the North China Sea and Iran and Iraq, and we had trouble getting bullets just for soldiers to train with over the past couple of years. So you got to look to see where the money's coming. Sometimes you have to spend the money even if, let's say, you don't have it. Right. And what you spend it on is should justify it or not. Gotcha. All right. Thank good, you so good much. Good point. Thanks for Thank calling. Thank you so much for the call. Uh, let's see. Well, can we? Can I discuss this other issue now? Uh, all right. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's sorry, interesting. Sorry, emailer. We'll get to your emails we were talking. Day. To, we were talking about free speech. We started the discussion about that, and this ties into it. Mm-hmm. The Girl Scouts of America deleted a social media post on its official Twitter and Facebook pages yesterday congratulating Amy Coney Barrett on her appointment to the Supreme Court. The original post, shared by Fox 6 in Milwaukee, political reporter Jason Calvey included the caption, Congratulations, Amy Coney Barrett, on becoming the fifth woman appointed to the Supreme Court since its inception in 1789 ending with an emoji of hands raised up. The post featured an image of Barrett, her two Supreme Court colleagues, Associate Justices Elena Kagan and Sonia Sotomayor, a former Associate Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, and the late Associate Justice and Barrett's predecessor, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. They weren't all scouts. They're just women. That's the key. Well, okay. The move quickly faced swift backlash from critics and lawmakers with Representative Ayanna Presley of Massachusetts, part of the, part of the, uh, the squad, saying, what kind of a patch does one earn for uplifting a woman who is the antithesis of justice? Really? And she's an authority on that? Another Twitter user, a lifetime Girl Scout, said she was ashamed of the post. I felt already felt uneasy as a trans person in this organization, but now I really understand that with this message, the Girl Scouts really does not support me or my trans LGBTQ siblings, she added. In a statement released by the Girl Scouts, the organization said the post was quickly viewed as political and a partisan statement. The Girl Scouts is the USA is a non-political, non-partisan organization. The statement added, we are neither red nor blue, but Girl Scout green. We are here to lift up girls and women, but only girls and women whose ideals agree with the left, apparently. You know, what is the harm? There are some other people who pointed out, some of the people who sent in, said that, you know, they were conservatives and they didn't get upset with the Girl Scouts when they, when they you know, recognized somebody who was liberal. Girl Scouts are fairly progressive, and so these individuals who pointed it out said there are several elements in Amy Coney Barrett's past, and it may, may end up being absolutely positively nothing in her future, but in her past that made it clear that uh, she finds gay marriage an abomination and uh, very anti-trans. she ever said that? I don't think that she's yes, ever yes. said any and of those she's things. She's part of that organization that also feels that way. So uh, I think that's where they're... The people of praise? 
Right. So that's they are a group that that's a Catholic organization that opposes gay marriage. Yes. So having said all of that, that's why they, they thought that it was she, Amy Coney Barrett became a very controversial figure because of her past remarks and some okay. of her judicial remarks well, that relate to it, these things. Well, flip it around a minute. Suppose they had a nominated. Suppose it was a Democratic president. And he had nominated somebody who was absolutely in favor of supporting Roe versus Wade at all costs, and they posted something congratulating her for her election and to the Supreme conservative Court. Conservative Girl Scouts were upset. You think they they should take that down? I don't I mean, know. They, if know, they're in the business of uplifting women, I would think they'd be glad to see any woman achieve something noteworthy, regardless of whether or not they politically agreed with her. I know you recognize this as a big gotcha moment for the Girl Scouts, as revealing them who they really are. Who well, are they, the they, Girl Scouts really? Well, they folded rather quickly on this. <laughs> okay. I mean, if they're if they're in the business of uplifting girls and women. Then I think they, they were correct in putting the post up there. They could have said something like, while we realize not everyone will agree with us, we do take pride in the fact that another woman has been appointed, only the fifth one, to the United States Supreme Court. Well, there will never be a time when Are some all woman... women supposed to be monolithic and agree, march and lockstep? I was just going to say that, that. There's never going to be a time uh, when women agree with absolutely everything, or when they, you're going to find a woman that agrees with everything that is part of your ideals or your mission statement. All right, folks, we'll Joe's got this in his crawl today, so uh, give him a call about this. And the Girl Scouts of America tweeted out their congratulations to Amy Coney Barrett for being selected and sworn into the U.S. Supreme Court in her past. Of course, she's been part of organizations as a Catholic, which uh, found uh, gay marriage and gay sex uh, uh, an abomination. So, therefore, uh, they use that word. They use the word abomination. Yes, and people are very concerned that. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Well, that you know, go back to Diane. Like a long time, I've never seen the word abomination used to describe anybody who differed from well, what the church Joe, taught was wrong. You would have wrong. to read some left-leaning material to find it. So that's what I would left-leaning uh, material to f- uh, they f- find out. Who, you know what other people have said about her uh, to get to this point. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Help us out if you wish to express your viewpoint. We would love to hear from you. We do not mute you. Conservatives are welcome on this show. As Except our you liberals. keep turning my microphone. Well, that's another topic. That's that's through exasperation. It has nothing to do with station policy. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Joe and I are both working the phones on other topics here, and suddenly the bumper music goes, Thank you, Rob Center. I think this is Dire Straits. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's a good description of the program today. But Mark. this is not Dire Straits. Oh, Mark Knopfler, though, right? Nope. Oh, geez, somebody who does Santana. just... Santana. Oh, my gosh. What Carlos? A, what a terrible mistake to make. 
Jeez. Yeah, it is. From all right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Not the first one lines. you've made today, but it's still up there. Talking about the Girl Scouts of America, posted a tweet today that uh, congratulated Amy Coney Barrett and some other women who are on the U.S. Supreme Court, only to receive a great deal of pushback from uh, people in the LGBTQ community because the uh, Amy Coney Barrett, of course, is not in favor of those uh, particular lifestyles. So the dogma so lives. To agree with everything everybody uh, believes. That's what I said. You're not going to find anybody. The Supreme Court. You're never going to find anybody the who question that they're fits not, every criteria. The question that they're not asking is, can she put her personal feelings aside in deciding a case on the merits of the law? And I think lawyers do that all the time. I know lawyers who take cases for people they don't believe in. You know, they don't believe in well, the cause, but they do their best. Well, look at criminal lawyers. They know the fellow right. did it, but they're going to have to defend him and try to prove that so maybe the cops So, in other words, if the, the criteria now some. becomes, you can't actually think something I don't like and get on the court. Well, I think Diane nailed it when she said, uh, Diane Feinstein, when she said, the dogma lives loud within you. That worries her, that this idea that if you find some sort of a commonly held lifestyle abhorrent, how could you possibly judge something objectively when it comes up for them to be to handle certain rights. But Amy Coney Barrett says she can do that, and I believe her, so we're going to give her that chance. That's I my philosophy. I believe this is a country of laws, and if the law says it's okay, I, mean, I don't believe in abortion, but you don't see me out there telling people that they can't do it because the law the law says they can. we got one caller on the line, another one coming in. Uh, Jimmy, thanks for calling in. You're on the mark. Yeah, two things. He just mentioned about abortion. That's that's right. Here in America, millions and millions of babies have been legally murdered in America. It doesn't make it right because it's legal. The other thing is, you know who else says that uh, the homosexual lifestyle, quote-unquote, is an abomination? That'd be God Almighty. And the thing is, I'd like to know what... What uh, the LGBTQ community means by supports them. They live in a free country just like I do. They can do whatever they want, but they don't want to just do whatever they want. They want everybody else to say, it's okay. Tell me, tell me my sin is okay. That's what they want. I think, I'm not telling you your sin's okay. I'm not telling you killing unborn babies is okay either. And there's a God in heaven that is going to judge this stuff, and it's, and it's coming. It's going to come. There's an appointed time. That may and well. You may going to get out of meeting God. You may be a hundred percent correct, but him. but here's the the issue though at hand is you know the Girl Scouts posted uh, a note congratulating a woman who was elevated to the highest court in the land, and because people and who, what's wrong with that? Nothing. I don't hey, think there's anything wrong with it. Congratulations, you're a Supreme Court justice. Something wrong with that? Not a thing. But Why then the people who, 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 you know, think they're supporting LGBTQ rights want it taken down. And she may turn out to be the fairest justice that was ever placed on the U.S. You know Supreme Court. You know who's going to be fair? God. God's going to be fair. He's going to be just. And all the talk we do here, it's going to be Nothing. He's going to do the speaking, and people are going to have their mouths shut. And he's going to judge. And he's going to judge righteous judgment. And and he's going to take care of all this nonsense that goes on. And the and this LGBTQ 
movement is is going to soon be joined by the we want to have sex with children movement, the pedophiles. Come on, now going. come on. It's already out in California. They've already legalized. You can Please. Have sex with somebody that's ten years younger than you without being charged sexually. Okay. And that means a twenty-five-year-old can have sex with a fifteen-year-old, and it's not rape. And that's how it's going. Buddy. What about animals? You got to throw in the animal too. The the bestiality. Uh, you have they to have mention that, that too. That's legal in Germany. Yep, you there go you go. So we just need that in the U.S. And hey, people will be marrying a sheep here soon. Okay. Because men can marry men and women can marry women. But in the beginning, God made them male and female. All right. And I'm telling you, I'm not afraid to say what God said is true. We got and you, you, Jimmy. And you can oppose God. To your own detriment. All right, we're on it. Thank you so much, Jimmy. Really appreciate the call. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thanks yeah, for your opinion. You appreciate do. it. I, well, I appreciate your call. Thank you. I just said I appreciate well, your call. He's disputing the fact that you do. Oh, well, no, I, 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 I think he's a little over the top at the end, but that's all right. Is he's got his viewpoint, and that's why we open up the microphone. And I even appreciate Than's call to people like to people like <laughs> Than. <laughs> Well, I got to say, uh, made a very interesting sounding God there. <clears throat> uh, I'm not sure it was a great salesman for the love of Christ and the forgiveness of God, but what the heck? Anybody can think what they want to, including uh, Amy Coney Barrett, who is, congratulations, a woman on the Supreme Court. I'm happy with that. But you know, I looked into her former life. I often do that. I did that with the local politicians. What did they do and think before they made up their mind they wanted to run for something? And Amy Coney Barrett is a most right-wing person following the Bible rather than the Constitution in her past life. I won't say she's going to do it now. We'll find out about that, of course. I was hoping when Donald Trump uh, was running for president and I was looking what his history was, I saw what it was. It was racism. It was uh, all kinds of uh, holding people out of the housing developments that he owned because they were black. And I said, this is not going to be good. Then I found out that he had been giving a lot of money to uh, uh, family planning groups. And then when he started talking to Joe uh, four and a half years ago, he said, I am absolutely against abortions. Well, that wasn't what he was a few years ago. So I looked at Trump, look what he's turned into, and I looked at Amy Coney Barrett and it worries me what she might turn into. Doesn't that make some sense in this country? Well, let me ask you the absolute, absolute averse of that. Suppose she was a far-out liberal who said, I'm going to support Roe versus Wade no matter what. You'd be okay with that. 
Well, well, that's not that's not that's a liberal point of view, right? And you'd be that's okay with it. That a lot of us, a lot of us believe in, and a lot of us not believe in the conservative point of view. Than that doesn't mean we should be disqualified from serving on the Supreme Court, or that you should be disqualified from serving. Or people who believe what you believe should. The question should be, what are their qualifications? And Amy Coney Barrett is probably one of the most qualified candidates ever to be nominated for the United States Supreme Court. I, I, I'm hoping she doesn't break your heart, Joe. Uh, I, I'm afraid she will, but uh, I'm afraid that we are going to end up with a whole lot of six to three uh, court cases, and some of them very important, some of them not so, but the six to three is not the way our people in uh, the Constitution writing days wrote the damn Constitution, in my mind. They wanted balance in government, not imbalance. So what is balance, and then? The, every every other decision, okay, the last decision went liberal, this decision goes conservative, next one goes liberal, next one goes conservative. That's balance. That's not what the Supreme Court was supposed to do. They were supposed to be independent judges, free from political convictions or political pressures, who could decide every issue based on the merits of the case. And to assume that they that, won't that, do that is an insanity, in my opinion. Actually, you just made my point. The Constitution writers said it should be balanced. I use no, they didn't. Word they never said it should be balanced. They never said it should be balanced. They just assumed it should be independent and that the justices should have the ability to take a decision or make a decision without political pressure or retribution. That was their intent. Okay, I, I understand that we're talking about almost the same thing. That balance means that it should... I, I live in this country, and you live in this country, Joe. You want things your way, I want things my way. The actual response to that by this country for the last 200 and some years has, to, has kind of come down the middle. If we go all the way to the right, even you'll be disappointed. If we went all the way to the left, even I would be disappointed. It's got to be balanced. And, and you just read the thing about being balanced, independent. I, did, I can't remember all of it. I didn't but read it. I'm telling you from my memory exactly what were my studies and being a history buff and major when I was in college. I understand what the framers intended. Right, they intended gotta... the judiciary to be an independent branch of government and the Supreme Court to be uninfluenced by political considerations. Right, that was their intent. We're over time on Than. We got to go. We got to stop. Than. We got to stop. We got to stop. Got to stop. Got to stop. Got to stop. Sorry. Well, stop. <laughs> Thank you, Than. Thank you so much for calling in. Really, really appreciate it. All right, quickie break. Coming right back with more callers. 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. we got callers waiting. Uh, Joe, read the email and the text, please. All right. Uh, the email says, I know I hear snickering and laughing, but the man is telling the truth. Ecclesiastes says, is there anything new under the sun? We will be judged according to God's word. And then one of our texters says, <laughs> snickering, are you? Yes, and laughing. Uh, Than, you sure like to spread lies about Trump. He was loved by the left until he ran as a Republican. He was given awards by black organizations for his work in the black community. If he's a racist, he's a lousy one. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Thank you so much. He was given any number of awards by black organizations. Any number. Without, any number would be zero, No, right? he was given a, There's a picture of him getting an award from Al Sharpton. Okay. Right, I know. I know it's true. I'm just harassing you. Uh, Joseph, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yes, I'd like to comment on Amy Comey Bennett or whatever. Uh, she uh, has a, a history of... Uh, being uh, interpreting the Constitution as the framers intended it, okay? And this is the, the, what a Supreme Court justice must do. They've got to have the mind of these early framers that wrote the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, okay? Now, I want to say this. I did a little study into this, and out of 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, Paul Revere, Samuel Adams, these men were all Freemasons. In Freemasonry, they do not believe in the fall. When I say the fall, that's the fall of Eve and Adam, okay? They believe what Mother Eve did was only reasonable and logical and reasonable. And so, therefore, that's the fundamental principles of democracy. Now, <clears throat> with that in mind, and these men wrote the Constitution, then uh, it's perfectly all right. N not with me, not with the Bible, not with Almighty Yahweh, but with them. It's perfectly all right for a man to marry another man, a woman to marry another woman, a woman to do with her body as she feels, feels sees, sees fit, in other words, to kill that unborn ch child. And uh, this is the fundamental principles of uh, what these Freemasons wanted. And uh, by the way, George Washington was master of Lodge 22 in Alexander, Virginia. And you can read anything you want to about Freemasonry, the facts, I got it right out of their encyclopedia. When you address the master of a lodge, you must address him as old worshipful master. There's only one worthy of worship, and that's the almighty Yahweh and his son, Yahshua Messiah, okay? But George accepted that worship as a master of Lodge 22. And, uh, they believe I'm going to have to stop you there and ask how this relates to Amy Coney Barrett in our discussion today. Well, yeah, yeah. In other words, it, uh, she has to have the mind of these framers in order to interpret the Constitution as they meant it to be. For instance, if I'm going to tell you anything about the Scripture, I've got to have the mind of the Almighty, and I do have the mind of Messiah. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 3. A born-again believer whose spirit filled has the mind of Messiah. So I can tell you that abortion is dead wrong, 
uh, that homosexuality is dead wrong, that covetousness is dead wrong, that adultery, adultery, and idolatry is dead wrong. But so, uh, what are you saying? What are you so saying about Amy? What are you saying about Amy Coney Barrett? The Almighty. But I don't know what and you're so saying I about that is with his Joseph. And Joseph. His thought, Joseph. I don't understand what you're saying about Amy Coney Barrett. What has that got to do with her? She are you saying she's going to be bad, well, or are you she, saying she's she, going to be she, good? If she rules according to the the way the framers uh, intended, then she'd have to go with uh, homosexual marriage and go with abortion, because that's that's the way it is. Okay, that's but so you're saying she's going to be too liberal. Is that your opinion? No, no, no. She, that's got to be according to the Constitution, not according to her beliefs of the Catholic faith. The Catholic faith and her faith in the Almighty, she would vote against those things. I understand that. So would I. But if I would be on the Supreme Court, I would have to go with the Constitution. And now, according to the Constitution, someone can buy a plot of land right alongside of me, put a church there, and worship Satan, and he'd be tax-free and protected by the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. And you, don't agree, right. and you don't agree with that? <laughs> oh, absolutely right. not. We gotta absolutely get it. not. Okay. When the Messiah comes back, it's going to be a dictatorship. There's not going to be a democracy. You're not going to vote on these things. All right. He's going to lay the law down with a rod of iron. Thank you so much. And we're going to be uh, the one... And the institute to, to uh, carry out these judgments of Yahweh so nobody's in the millennial be, kingdom, which is soon to come. Nobody's going to be marrying any sheep. You're going to be in hot water, no, Joe. No, That's what he's saying. I know All right. If they do, Thank you so much, Joseph. Okay. Thank you so much. Yep. Appreciate the call. Thank you. We got open phones. 100% open phones, we like to say. 1-800-795-9565, upper right-hand corner. One of our writers says, I'm with you, Joe. How nice or now nice bullying of the Girl Scouts. They should be wearing the badge of shame. Why don't they pick on someone their own size? All right. And Eric is next. You are quite welcome for calling in. We're very glad to hear from you. Thank you for carving out some time out of your day for us. Uh, I don't second that because you usually take me off. But go ahead. <laughs> well, you never know. You love it, and you know it. <laughs> Gentlemen, whew, this morning, what do we, we've covered bestiality. Now we've covered anti-Freemasonry. Whew. Uh, just uh, to refute what Joe said, I am a Freemason, and there's nothing that we swear to has anything to do no, with the that was that was that was whatever. He that, was Eric, whatever I'm Joe. Eric, I'm Joe. That was Joseph. Let's be clear. I, I, I didn't sorry. say that. I, I beg your pardon. <laughs> Joseph said that. Right. Um, but that's not why I called. I just had a comment on that. Uh, Freemasons are, are, are is a wonderful organization I belong to. I'm a, also a devout Christian. I found nothing in Freemasonry which goes against that. In fact, you have to acknowledge God as part of being a Freemason. Just, uh, just for that. Um, the reason I called, though, is uh, in support, actually, of uh, one of your previous callers talking about the deficit and uh, needing to spend money. But then, Joe, I look on Ford's magazine, and I see that, at, that uh, the president you voted for, I assume, or you support anyway, uh, President Donald <laughs> Trump has spent over $1.1 million of our money so his entourage can stay in his hotels. Do you think that's okay? To, uh, to spend the money. Well, let, uh, let me ask you: if he's going, if he's going to his hotel and they're, they're they're required to provide him protection, it wouldn't make sense for them to stay somewhere other than where he's staying, would it? Well, it's interesting you bring that up because uh, how many times do you think he has gone to his own hotels 
in the less than four years he has been in office. Well, I would suspect quite a few. Times. I mean, it, it's no different than Barack Obama going to Martha's Vineyard, where he owns a place. Uh, the difference is uh, that uh, Barack Obama doesn't uh, own a hotel in uh, at Martha's Vineyard where he is charging and he is getting profit from uh, the entourage he has to take with him. And but I that... understand the president has to have secret service. Lord knows this guy needs protected. Uh, but to charge uh, $1.1 million, uh, to charge 600 and then this is, I'm quoting out of the uh, Washington Post. Of course. Uh, Fourth Magazine article. Charge $650 per night for a room. Joe, have you ever stayed, stayed in a hotel for 650 bucks a night? I don't think no, I and I don't own one either. I don't own a place I, on Martha's. Right. I don't <laughs> own a place on Martha's Vineyard either. So um, I'm also uh, $1,300 uh, bill to move furniture. This is not a man, you know, and, and one who espoused when he took office. Quoting here, uh, I am going to, you know, disavow from, you know, my organizations. We're not going to be, you know. And, and spending all this money. Yeah, uh, we have a deficit, and this this guy is getting wealthy off of... of uh, and we have to, you know... Eisenhower... For his guys to stay in his hotel. Eisenhower, Eisenhower put in a golf green on the White House lawn. Jack Kennedy put a pool in, which Lyndon Johnson or somebody else covered and, up. And, so and what's I'm the difference? Sure Mr. Uh, President Eisenhower owned the uh, golf company, which put that green in, right? And he, he got money out of it. Of course, we'll not know how much Mr. Trump got of our money because he still hasn't shown us his tax return. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Everything goes back around to that. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, uh, I had to, I just, sorry, I had to get off the Freemasonry stuff and the bestiality stuff and kind of bring it back to economics. All right. Thank you so much. uh, I'm more comfortable discussing that than I am sheep. All right. 1 800 795 9565 is our telephone number. Email, break, callers. Go. Doug from Lewistown says fake news is alive and well. They continue to go on and on about the counts rising from a virus because that's what viruses do. While refusing to report on the Hunter Joe Biden story, this career politician has clearly enriched himself and his family from other countries paying Hunter millions and funneling the money throughout through businesses. Then he gets his uh, cut from this so that he's not being paid directly from those countries. Just imagine for one moment that this was President Trump and Don Jr. So you think the media might report on that? People need to pull their heads out of the sand and see what's going on. I think it Doug's fails. Right. It fails Lawrence's worthless who cares test. <laughs> well, a lot of things fail that test that shouldn't. Well, you know, I, I don't think anybody cares. The worst that could come out of Hunter Biden is that he is criminally corrupt and should be jailed for life or executed, and that uh, Joe Biden is criminally corrupt and should be executed. But guess I don't what? think they should be executed. But if there's a criminal charge there that should let's be just pursued. stipulate that they are, he's still better in every regard than President Trump. <laughs> Even right. if all of that His were campaign true. slogan: Joe Biden, I lie less than the other guy. All right. Speaking of lying, I said I'd take a break. But before we had another caller, but Marianne has waited for 27 minutes or so. It must seem like, Marianne, you're on the mark last caller before the break. I'm a first-time caller. Oh, thank you so much for calling in. And I'm calling because I am appalled at the suppression of anything inimical to Biden by the Democratic left-wing-controlled mainstream media. Where is the outrage from the American public about this? Or aren't they aware the media is using Nazi and communist tactics to suppress any news or free expression of ideas or criticism that put Biden in a negative light. While anything Trump does or says, 
excuse me, that they perceive as wrong is shouted from the rooftops and blown up out of proportion. Don't you folks know how dangerous that kind of suppression is? The Democrats are setting a very dangerous precedent here, and even though I do not particularly like either candidate, I'm voting on November 3rd for Trump as the lesser of two evils, and because I detest the radical left and their very dangerous tactics and agenda for this country. Normally I don't call in your show, though. I, I listen as often as I can because I enjoy it, but I felt I had to say something. Well, call in more often. I think you're absolutely <laughs> right. I think the mainstream media should be appalled and ashamed of what they're doing, and so should places exactly. like Twitter and Facebook. I mean, yeah, it's, it, it fails to who cares test. There isn't anybody who gives a hoot about Hunter. What difference does it make? So so what if he is criminal? Let's uh, stipulate he's criminally corrupt, Marianne. All right, let's just stipulate. We'll decide that he is. So what? doesn't have anything to do with Joe Biden. It doesn't have it does if Biden's getting a cut it out of it. It has a great deal to do with yep. Joe Biden. It should be on the air. It should be in the mainstream media. Anything about if that were Trump, it would be blown up all over all over the place every day. You know that. Well, Hunter's not the president. I know he's not, but he's <laughs> Joe Biden is corrupt, and so is Hunter. I know he's not the president, but his father's running for president, and the whole thing should be out in the open. It would be if it were Trump and his. Right. If the whole family, if the whole family is a criminal enterprise, it should at least be investigated. Yeah, I think you guys are going to be disappointed because there's no equivalency here. The worst that can happen is that Hunter is is the worst man we ever met in our whole lives. Let's just stipulate that and move on. You seen him out there answering questions? He could be the worst person we ever met. He'd still be better than. Is he out there answering questions? No, they've hit him away. We might not see him again for months. Who, Hunter? Hunter. Have you seen him lately? Uh, I don't think I've ever (laughs) seen him, but that's another topic. Well, I hope Trump wins. I don't care what you think about. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. I agree with Joe. I hope Trump wins because uh, if anything, God forbid, would happen to Biden and he would die in office, we'd be stuck with that Harris woman, and only God could help us then. I'd hate to see what she would. And and Biden will be nothing but a mouthpiece for the radical left. You know that. Oh my gosh, you got you your Fox News points all set up. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I listen to all the. I, I know what I'm talking about. I mean, you're not the only one who knows. I, I listen to CNN. I listen to Fox. I listen to MSNBC. I know. All right, perfect. And Thank you so much. And please call, call again. again. <laughs> we need these oh, kind okay, of good, strong viewpoints <laughs> well, on this show. Call often, okay. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Thank you, Mary Anne. Anytime I speak, call me and set me straight. All right. Thank you so much, Mary Anne. Appreciate the call. Now we take the break. The callers are lined up and ready to go. And uh, got emails and texts aplenty. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Our callers are going to get a minute of peace. And a texter says, or an emailer says, in regard to the patterns of behavior between Hunter and Joe Biden, Mark apparently believes that apple falls so far away from the tree that it has become a rutabaga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been to the store many times. I've never seen rutabaga. Well, we're going to go get some today. But they have turnips. They're very close to turnips. All right, Bob, you get a minute. Go right ahead. Yeah, good morning. I just want to say I was glad to see uh, Miss Barrett set aside and not cast a vote on what whatever the uh, Supreme Court has done. And I hope she does that with the next uh, upcoming votes that are going on. And I was offended by that one guy that called in and said about the LGBT community and then related it to pedophiles. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, that's sex with children, and it's not gay people that are having sex with children. It's all people having sex with children. And I want to be a millionaire, too. There's 230,000 million dead people. Now Trump wants to make it, you know, all about Hunter Biden. Well, it's all about the virus. That's one of my comments. And I'd like to also say, and this is not me, but I'm just being smart about it. I want abortion. I want clean air. I want no religion. And I want Trump out of office. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Right, appreciate thank you your so comments. Much. And then last caller of the day, Jimmy. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yeah, he wants no religion because he doesn't want God. And he does, and he wants to kill unborn babies by the millions. And he's worried about 230,000 people dying from a virus. The thing is, people talk about Jesus and they say the love of God. But remember the flood, Noah's flood? That was the judgment of God. And even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them, in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. What does that have to do God, with Amy Coney God, Barrett? God, hey, what it has to do with is these people, they hate God. And the LGBTQ people hate God. Oh, that's, that's, that's baloney right then and there. I can tell you right now, that's not true. Sorry, <laughs> that's not yeah, true. Sorry, because they're 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 against God. No, nope, not true either. Keep one. going. You're batting a thousand. <laughs> There's not any snickering in hell either. So if you end up there, don't be laughing. No snickering. <laughs> I like that. I need that in a bumper sticker. Thank you so much. No, I do appreciate the call, though, so thanks for... That would be a good bumper sticker. There's no snickering in hell. <laughs> there probably isn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm I think it's a serious place. We appreciate everybody's ultra-serious calls. It will be serious tomorrow. We'll go over these topics again. But I won't be here. I'll be here by Monday. We miss you already. This is WKOK Sunbury.